Live from the studio. I'm Jimmy Seleski. I'm Eric Glazer. And this is week something for I, fucking quarantine. <laughs> I stopped counting this week because I'm not even quite sure what this week is. This is a weird week. I've I've lost all track of it. <laughs> I, I don't even know anymore. There's too much going I stopped by the liquor store today to pick up some beers. And normally in this circumstance, I would pick up Coronas to be topical. But this week, I got Bud Light, dude, because it's a beer for whatever happens, and I don't know what the fuck's happening right now. I almost feel like Corona's like, I went to the bars this weekend. Why? Kind of, kind of, kind of. I didn't go in the bars, except to use the bathroom. But I did go down to Fells and like get some to-go drinks and chill out on the street a little bit. Okay. And it was kind of, it was kind of tame, you know, it was kind of like, it was like, it was like, um, it definitely was not busy. I went down there probably around like 3 p.m., met up with Lucas, Dom went down with me, uh, and I met up like by kind of like the point. We just kind of mm-hmm. walked around, and it was, it was nice. It was a nice little kind of like, like a slow transition into back to normal, you know? Like some bars were open. They wouldn't allow you to sit more than like six people at a table or anything like that. It was kind of cool, you know? Okay. That's interesting. I like, um, I kind of like lifted my self-imposed ban of takeout food this week. You had a self-imposed, oh yeah, yeah, I was, I was about to say, okay. Just cause like, cause I, I don't know, I just wasn't comfortable with it yet, mm-hmm. but fucking all, all bets are off now. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, uh, well, so we celebrated my brother's birthday on like Saturday. Oh yeah, got, how was that? Just had a, just had some crabs out of the family. Cool. Casa, um, just hung out with. It was just our parents, and then, um, but Sunday he had like a couple friends over in like their parking lot. They had like some beers and cupcakes and stuff. So me and Liz went up and uh, hung out for a bit. But I will say we were the only ones with masks. Really, tisk tisk everyone. But also not surprised. tisk tisk everyone, especially those who were, you know casting aspersions aspersions against <laughs> alex and jimmy for drinking on the balcony yeah dude jimmy is in me correct yeah exactly yeah, that's true tisk tisk no well, mask or gloves were seen on those i'm not surprised that your brother wasn't doing it you know it was been... his birthday dude are you gonna really wear, wear a mask on your fucking birthday no no i'm not Come on. I'm not. Birthday suit. Does that have a mask? No. 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 It's not. So you guys showed in the parking lot, though? Yeah. Uh, So there's, like, on the side of his building, there's, like, a bench. And then we just kind of gathered in a circle around it. We're, you know, keeping semi-good. They, uh, me and Liz were keeping good distance of everyone else. But, you know, I'd say they're sitting maybe three feet apart. So, hmm. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> not good enough <laughs> <laughs> um but it was fun it was nice seeing everyone that was like the first time i'd seen like a bunch of people in a group like that outside well, of that show i did i guess emma goobies well it's good because you gotta you gotta ease yourself back into it some way you know and everybody's yeah, sure. got their own levels of how far they're willing to go at first, but oh, like dude. at a well, certain point. <laughs> I mean, I fucking, I jumped right into the pool today, I guess. I fucking, uh, 
I know you somehow randomly ended up at the protests, but... Randomly. <laughs> That's what you told me. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> but, it was um... ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, but me and Liz went today. Oh, how so was that? that? Was, that was crazy being around that many people i was gonna say dude it is weird because like weird <laughs> like i was like i was like no dude, one I was really no one at all was respecting anyone's personal space yeah that's a weird that's but a weird I had, I had mask on the whole time i feel like most people had masks on yeah everyone had a mask on i think it was good a lot of people were like it was really nice to see a lot of the you know volunteers and stuff there's mm-hmm. like people on every street corner giving out like water bottles and snacks and people mm-hmm. walking around with like hand sanitizer and shit yeah but um a lot of it like even walking up to it like when we were walking up we parked in like mount vernon kind of we parked like a little bit north of sidebar in between like sidebar and mount vernon and walked down just because like i didn't know what to expect so i was like let's just mm-hmm. park a little north figure it out from there um but when we were walking down, I was like, I have, I have like this weird, like, uh, throwback feeling to just like walking towards Otakon. <laughs> I was like, this is, I was like, what, what's going to happen? And then, uh, we, we got down there. We were listening to the radio on the way down and, uh, Priestley on, is he on six? One six five, one zero six five, yeah, one zero six five, yeah. But he he just kept being like, I'm watching all the footage, and if I w- if I was if I didn't have to be on the radio, I'd be down there right now. I respect what everyone's doing, but let's be remember keep it peaceful. And yeah. uh, like, oh great, thanks for the the support from your fucking wherever you are. You're not even yeah, in the yeah. studio right now. You're probably yeah, in your dude. fucking guest room. Exactly. <laughs> it is weird though because like i do feel like there's there is kind of a cognitive dissonance to the whole situation where like i went to the bars and that's like oh my god you were at the bars and it's like yeah dude but like i also went to the the protests too and there was way more people there (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) it was the least social contact i had was when i was just drinking at riptide (laughs) there was a band playing on the roof that was cool. Nice. You know, it was weird because like, apparently I think I might actually have my first gig next week. Hell maybe, yeah. maybe. Cause like, it's you still kind of, the roof? I think I'm playing on the roof, dude. Dude, fuck yeah. Which I feel like we should do that all the time. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> it's awesome. It's fucking sick, dude. It looked like fucking, we were watching U2 up there or something like that. Hell yeah. It really, it's just like two alcoholics, soon to be me, <laughs> up on the roof, shouting at stuff. And it was fun, dude. It was cool to see people, but it was still kind of like nobody really knew quite how to act. Um, you know, I would say about half and half people were wearing masks. I think most people, when they're in the outdoors, are pretty lax on the whole mask situation. I'm, I'm very lax on the mask situation outdoors. Dude. I don't fucking care. If I'm outdoors... If I, yeah, if I'm not going out for long or if I'm just like walking to my car, I definitely don't put a mask on. Mm-hmm. If I'm just watering my fucking plants outside, come on. Mm-hmm. I technically haven't even left my property yet. So yeah, chill. Yeah, but um, yeah. No, anytime I'm out for like a long time, or if I'm just like walking around in public, I definitely have a mask on. Yeah, I, I brought one on the way down. I was with my brother, and I was like, "Should we bring masks? Like, I don't know how we should treat this." And then we just kind of decided, like, you know what? We, we we when we got into fells, we saw like the situation, and that is the weird thing. I feel like just across the board 
is that I would say about 95%, no, probably even more, 99% of the time that I'm wearing a mask, it's strictly because I'm worried about what other people, especially after that encounter I had three, two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> almost getting a fucking brawl, all out brawl, Royal Rumble about the situation. But like, I would say probably about 99% for myself personally is strictly based on the reaction I will get from other people because I'm not wearing it. But I still do it if I'm in those situations, but it just is very difficult because like, if you were to ask me personally, I'm like, eh, if you're not doing it, I'm not doing it. That's literally <laughs> the way I feel. If it's you're literally- doing it, I'm probably still not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm outside and you're outside, I'm not doing it. If you're inside and I'm inside and you're wearing a mask, fine. I'll pop it on. For yeah. you. For you. For you, this has pushed me to the extent of my unselfishness, which is a very small barometer, very small <laughs> amount of unselfishness that I have, and I'm using it every day. Yeah, but, um, ooh, new jewel? Yeah, I didn't buy it. This is just another person came over my house and left it here. Perfect. It's like God wants me to have a jewel. <laughs> And that person probably just stole your other jewel and accidentally left it here. <laughs> probably. <laughs> they felt bad. But, like, it is weird because, like, I always... Uh, now that I understand the, the prospects of a jewel, when somebody leaves it over my house, I don't feel bad because it literally is like leaving a pack of cigs somewhere. Like, if I yeah. just went over your house and left the pack of cigs, I wouldn't call you the next day and be like, Eric, yo, you got my pack of cigs? You'd be like, yeah, dude, just just get another one. <laughs> I'm not driving you your fucking pack of cigs. So now I have this, and I'll probably have to purposefully lose this in the next coming week, because I can already see it just becoming a problem again. Dude, leave it on the roof after you play. True. Or I should probably leave it like somewhere where somebody else can grab it. You know, because that's yeah, that's healthy. <laughs> yeah, someone's gonna do that in these trying times. <laughs> probably. You did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, man. I didn't disinfect this or anything, dude. I got good for I can look at somebody and just know. But yeah, we went down there. And um, so, like I said, we went down to Fells. We walked around. I saw some familiar faces. It was cool. Uh, said, what's up? Got some to-go drinks, things of that matter. I called up Mahedi, and uh, he came out and met us. And at that point, it was me, Lucas, Dom, and Mahedi. And we were just walking around. Uh, we sat on the the pier at fell's point for a while and there was this drummer guy playing on the corner and he was like super good and i oh yeah i threw him a 20 threw him a 20 which yeah yeah i did but also because i was high and i was like in that mode of like you gotta just contribute to the world right now (laughs) (laughs) so i threw him a 20 which also negated the fact that i wasn't wearing a mask morally and uh and then at a certain point i think i forgot who brought it up i don't know if it was dom or mahedi and they were like, oh, you know the protests are going on or whatever. So we were like, oh, yeah, let's check it out. So we walked, like, along the water, just like, just like you know, how we're walking along the water towards the harbor. And at a certain point, we just find ourselves in this large group of people, and they're just finishing up their, like, rally or whatever. So there was this guy, it was, like, by the aquarium, I think. Mm-hmm. And there was this guy, like, on a big stage or something, I think. I don't remember. I was wearing sunglasses way too late because I was high, and I didn't want anybody <laughs> to make eye contact with me. <laughs> So, like, I think there was a guy on a big stage, and I just remember, like, a bunch of people cheering, and we had, like, two, like, yeah, yeah, 
And then everybody just started marching towards downtown City Hall. And we were just like, I guess we're part of this now. So we just walked with them. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so like we're walking. Did and you it walk was like, all the way over to City Hall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we walked all the way to City Hall and we got to like... Um, that's like we right got by there. sidebar. Yeah, yeah. And we were right there and there was like a bunch of police lined up out front. And then there was like, uh, you know, I, there wasn't any riot shields yet or anything. Like it was still daylight at this point. So mm. it was like, whatever. And um, we're in there and like it's a typical like protest situation where somebody just starts screaming out a chant. And like I was like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to stick out as a guy who doesn't know this chant. So I'm like trying very hard to like get the chant right, God so damn. I don't, <laughs> so I don't stick out like a sore thumb. Like, oh, hey, this guy's damn. getting the fucking chants wrong. <laughs> but then there was a couple that were like, <laughs> hey, hey, dude with sunglasses, no mask. <laughs> this guy's <laughs> undercover. Yeah, it's undercover. <laughs> this guy's doing live from the studio journalism right now. <laughs> <laughs> so there was like a couple where they were like, hey, hey. Ho ho! The dude left got to go, and I didn't know what we were saying had to go, but I was just like, "Hey, hey, ho ho! Left got to go." <laughs> Nailed it. That Nailed was, it. That was one of the things that reminded me of Otakon too. Was yeah. when everyone was doing the chants. Yeah. When we were in line. Mm-hmm. Happened at Otakon, baby. Did it really happen at Otakon? I didn't know <laughs> yeah. Otakon was a fucking protest. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't chancely. I mean, it wasn't. You know. Yeah. It wasn't like, uh, there are a lot of good ones today. I can't remember one off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, at Otakon or at like Baltimore Comic Con, they'd always do like uh, the ice cold water guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You remember him? I got that ice cold water and it's only <laughs> one dollar. <laughs> that was your chant? Yeah. <laughs> nice, dude. We had, um, it's just, I will say, it's always weird for me because I'm, I'm not a big uh, protest guy. And so when I am there, it's always weird for me to kind of like try to fit in a little bit because I have such a hard time with the fact that you're just kind of saying these like random shit. Yeah. And, um, but again, I didn't want to, I didn't want to piss anybody off by not saying it. That was the last thing I wanted was to get like the riot turned on me or something for fucking up a chant. So I was like, all right, let me focus on this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I, um, I actually, I don't really know if I chanted along at all. Mm -hmm. I was just, you know, I was there to show support. I was there out of solidarity. How was it today? Cause I, I have a feeling that our two experiences might've been slightly different. How was, how was the protest today? What time did you leave? um, We got there at like four 30 and we actually got lost. <laughs> like we heard on the radio, they're meeting out in front of the convention center, mm-hmm. and like all the information that we saw, it was like started at Pratt and wherever. Like it started mm-hmm. up Pratt past the um, convention center. So we just like walked up St. Paul where we parked all the way down to Pratt, and then took a right, walked towards the convention center, and then just like kept walking up. We didn't see anyone. <laughs> like, we saw like we saw like a couple of random people walking around. We were also like, lost. Well, yeah, they're also lost. Like we saw people with signs and masks, like <laughs> fucking walking from all different directions. So we're like, so I mean, either they're leaving or they're also lost. So I guess let's just keep going straight. Mm-hmm. So we like kept going, and we're like finally almost. We're up by like the Chipotle on um like you know where how to get on like 395 like mm-hmm. you kind of like drive by the light rail 
yeah for canvan yards and like we get all the way up to there and we still don't see anyone (laughs) and then this like other couple walks up to us and they're like are you guys also trying to find the protest (laughs) and we're like yeah we just came from that direction and it's not happening over there (laughs) and they're like oh shit well we came from where you're going and it's not happening over there and i remembered like when we're walking down st paul we walked past baltimore street and i remember like making a joke with liz like because there's just like a dude standing on top of um like a trash can on the corner with a camera and there are cameras everywhere. Like dude, photographers were like scoped out in like windows and like parking garages on the second floor and shit. Like it was so weird. Just lost. Um, no, they're all just like trying to get their fucking famous protest photo. Yeah. Um, but we finally like end up just being like, all right, let's just go walk over to Baltimore street and start heading towards city hall because that's where it's going to end so we finally get to baltimore street finally start seeing people like literally as we turn the corner we're like ah there's still no one oh nope there they are (laughs) hey whoa at the oh (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah we finally made it it was it was definitely um it was a lot chiller than i was expecting like because i didn't know what to expect going into it yeah and it was very Dude, I'm saying it was fucking like Comic-Con or Oticon, <laughs> but like just as a parade. Well, that's how, I, and that's how I feel like I'm glad that it happened that way today. And I almost don't like, I, I wasn't really paying attention to the organization prospect of it. Like I literally on Saturday, I was just excited to be able to leave my house and actually see people I remembered from like four months ago. Yeah. And then I just, like I said, randomly just wound up at the protests um, but the difference is the protests on Saturday were at night. So like they started at like 7, 8 p.m. So like by the time they really started getting going, it was sunset. And I feel like that kind of throws it into a different mode. I feel mm. like today, um, and that's why I was asking you, because I, I think there's, are they still going on? Like, did you guys leave in the, in the there was So <laughs> I don't really know what happened, but like we were walking for a while and like, you know, going along with the chants and everything. I was kind of just like moving my head to make it look like I was, because I had the mask on, so you can't tell if I'm saying anything or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, like, I'll put my hands up. If they're like, hands up, don't shoot. I'd go along with that. But I just, I don't know. I didn't want to just, like, make a fucking scene. I, yeah. I don't, yeah. don't want to be that guy. I don't want to yeah. be like, this is about me. I'm a white man and I'm here. You better <laughs> fucking pat me on the back. Yeah. I just wanted to be there and be like, all this shit's fucked up. Mm-hmm. I'm not just gonna sit home. Yeah, like and that's, I don't know what else to do, but I'll come and I'll be an extra person in the fucking ants bird's mm-hmm. eye helicopter yeah. video on the news. Our um, situation, I feel like this one. Yeah, I feel like today was like organized, like it was a thing. It happened during the day when I went down there on Saturday with Lucas Dom and I Mahedi. think there was one tonight though that started at like six. See that one? I'm 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 interested to see how that goes. I hope it doesn't and, go the route. I didn't tell you this yet. Um, so we get there, we get on Baltimore Street, and we start walking up, and we like walk towards City Hall. And I, for a second, I was like, "Oh, I hope we walk past all the strip clubs because that would just be funny." Yeah. But we like turn the block right before Hustler and all those other ones on that. It's like, oh damn. Yeah, I was like, that would have been funny. Like if, yeah. 
If you guys just happened to loot that fucking sex store, I'd walk out of here with a fucking big ass. <laughs> a big ass with two holes in it. <laughs> fucking hey, man. Liz browbeating me. <laughs> me. Carrying my sex toy like an 80s boombox throughout the rest of the protest. Give me a break. I got you a double-sided dildo. Get the hell out of here. I got my big ass. Oh, fucking big ass. Everybody's um, happy. And then you're on the news. Yeah. <laughs> you're like you're like B-roll for the top story of the yeah. night. I start yelling, this is all about me. <laughs> no. Looters um, going awry. You're just walking out with a big ass. <laughs> no. That but, would be when a mask comes in handy. You want to be wearing a mask when you're looting a sex store. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, this, these are all jokes. All the, you know, I don't, I don't support any of the police brutality. Yeah, of course uh, not. Oh, but so we get to city hall and then like, we're there for a second and like they get, you know, six or seven more chants off and then we just start moving and I'm like, we start moving. We start like, <laughs> we're just basically a big car right now <laughs> and I'm like in the back and I can just kind of see where it's going. And I'm like, oh shit, we're turning on to gay street. Are we going to like hey. loop back around City Hall, like up holiday or whatever, or uh, whatever, Lexington? And mm-hmm. um, and then like I just see up in the distance that people are like starting from in like the front of the protest. They started going on the on-ramp to 83 North. Ooh. And I'm like, this is, this is where I take off. <laughs> <laughs> so like... I tell Liz that and like, you know, she, I think we were both kind of like, we've been here for like an, a, an hour and a half or so or two hours. So let's just fucking let's start walking back to the car. Yeah. Um, and then like, as we're walking, we stay there. We wait till like everyone to pass just to like see everything. And then um, we start walking back to the car and then <laughs> we like get up high enough to be able to see 83 at all the intersections when we're walking back to the car. And like, it was an insane sight to see, to just see literally the whole like suspended 83 with just like a wave of people going North. Wow. I did notice though, driving down there, they, they blocked off 83 already. I would imagine so. Yeah. So, and, and I'm not, sure i think like when we were finally driving ho- home they like we saw that they ended up going around the prison at some point mm-hmm. so i don't know like i guess they just hopped on 83 went up an exit and then got off yeah <laughs> gotta can't miss your exit dude yeah <laughs> gotta get off well, we, I mean, uh, it's quicker than going through all the lights. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. You don't get stopped at a red light with a fucking protest, dude. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> the most ridiculous light of all time. <laughs> we got there, and, um, you know, like I said, when I first got there, it was still dusk, duskish, and uh, it was cool. You know, people were just there. And then all of a sudden, I noticed a couple people climbing on top of cop cars, and there was this one guy with his shirt off, like, kill me! Kill me right Damn. now. I was like, yo, chill. And everybody in the crowd was like, this guy might be wilding a little like, bit. No, we don't want <laughs> please, this. Please don't do this. This is exactly what we're against. Yeah. And then like, there was like, 
there was like this front line of like cops and there was this one guy standing there like behind the fence and these people were just fucking like yelling and shit like that and you could tell that this guy this cop was like scared shitless uh even behind the mask you could see it and they eventually wound up like relieving him of his duty and like rotated out because i guess there's only so long you can like maintain being on the front lines when you have like 600 people just ready to fucking ready to fucking just come at you and um Unfortunately, yeah, especially because I'm sure a lot of those cops are like against this too. Absolutely, <laughs> like, dude. Probably almost all of them. Yeah, almost all of them. Like, and that's the unfortunate situation. Kind of is that you have people on. You have the cops who are like, yeah, this, you know, like this shit happened in Minneapolis. I understand we had the Freddie Gray thing happen here. Um, and but at the same time, you have the 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 95 percent of the people that are showing up to these protests are peaceful. Um, but then there started, people started throwing bottles and shit and that's when they started marching in the national guard. Like that's, what I was going to ask, I didn't know if that happened today with you, but like there was like, like big ass military trucks deployed at the, at all the squares around it. And they were just marching in the national guard with like the riot shields and shit. And I was Jesus. like, yo, this is, f-. and they were making like the hoo, 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 and marching. I was like, oh, this shit is fucking wild. And like they, they all centered around city hall and then they just started like pushing outwards. And as they were pushing outwards, people were starting to like throw shit and like light firecrackers and shit like that. Jeez. I got, dude, my brother and I, we got fucking tear gas, dude. Damn. <laughs> we Are you got, for real? Yeah. Damn. Like we caught up Lucas because Lucas Lucas just fucking dipped. Like we went yeah. there and Lucas like we were uh, he was there one second. It was me, Dom, Mahetti, and Lucas. He was there one second and then like a second later he turned around and he was gone. Which is a very Lucas move just in general. Even if yeah. we're chilling at his house, that's a Lucas move. But especially <laughs> in the midst of a historical protest, Lucas is fucking gone. And so I immediately instinct was like, yo, we gotta call up Lucas because it's just kind of getting a little shaky right now. It's getting a little shaky. Like you didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen. Is this, and, wait, um, so did, is this pre or post tear gas? This is pre tear gas. Okay. So then I'm Plus standing there, just crying, being like, oh, "This is getting a little shaky." <laughs> <I'm> so sad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I told my brother and my head, I was like, "Yo, we got to stick together. Do not get separated. This, that, the other thing." And um, I call up Lucas, and I'm trying to fucking like, I'm like on the line with him, like, "Yo, where do you go?" He's like, "Yo, blah 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 blah." And all of a sudden, I'm just like uncontrollably coughing, just <laughs> and Mahetti's coughing and Dom's coughing, and Damn. and we're all like, and I'm like, Lucas, where the fuck are you? <laughs> and then <laughs> Mahetti's like, dude, I think we got fucking tear gas. I was like, yo, <laughs> is that what this is? <laughs> are we tear gas right now? <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> And there's a fucking helicopter above us. Oh my god! There's a helicopter above us with like the big ass megaphone shouting down, like everybody, please disperse, please disperse. And there's this. You guys still have your takeout drinks in your hands? (laughs) Can I get a tear gas and tonic, please? (laughs) There's a fucking taxi cab behind us. Just bro, there's so much noise. It's it's like a sensory overload. There's so much noise, and the fucking national guards are who do do do. And I'm like, yo, this shit's getting fucking wild. And uh, it was... You're it like, was, Lucas, you gotta get back here, bro. <laughs> Lucas, where you at? Dude, you're missing this shit. There's a fucking guy on the car. Kill me! Kill me! I'm like, bro, please stop. Oh, my God. Please stop. <laughs> that is literally the opposite of what my shit today was. That's oh what I'm God, saying, dude. dude. That's why these things need to happen in the morning, because the freaks come out at night on these shits, dude. They really do. And uh, I will say, one thing that was very inspiring and counter to the narrative that unfortunately i think is is promulgated 
Um, the people that were throwing bottles, um, I didn't really get a look at who was doing it. Um, the people that were throwing bottles, the people that were lighting off firecrackers and instigating things like that, were very heavily chastised by the crowd. Like, you saw a lot of people turn around and be like, yo, quit wilding out. Like, what are you fucking doing? Don't give them a reason. Don't instigate and shit like that. Yeah. And I was like, good, you know? Because it's unfortunate that those people come to these things. Dude, you know? I've seen a lot of that on, like, Twitter, too. Mm-hmm. Like, short clips of, like, cell phone video from protests and shit. Mm-hmm. Of just, like, a dude who was, like, just randomly breaking fucking windows and shit. And they're like, yeah. this is residential. This isn't fucking businesses. What the fuck are you doing? And, like, a yeah. whole crowd of people just fucking, like, jump some and shit. And it's yeah. like, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck that yeah. shit. Or, like, and some dude a- who was, like, breaking bricks out of the ground to start throwing into places. And everyone's like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's a stance that, again, I feel like everybody can agree on that stance. And it's unfortunate because, like, dude, I had to fucking... I, I've literally... I mean, partially it's because I've, I went to A-plus uh, convenience store today and I decided to get Hyper Bean Coffee, which uh, <laughs> my friend who works at A-plus used to work at the Cheesecake Factory with me as a busboy. And he was like, man, this Hyper Bean is crazy, man. You drink this shit, is crazy. And so I was like, all right, we're doing the podcast tonight. I'm getting some fucking Hyper Bean. I'm fucking down to 24 ounce of that and I am still wired. Like, I oh am. Oh my God, dude. My heart, my heart like what is it fucking measure heartbeat bpm is like a thousand miles per minute right now it's crazy it's crazy so i had to have like three bud lights just to get back down to normal so partially that but also partially mainly i've had to get off social media these past three days because it's just too much dude there's so much shit going on that i was like dude every other post i see is about it's like it's giving me a fucking panic attack kind of i just kind of had to back off a little bit you know, so that's where I've been at the past couple of days. And it's unfortunate that when you get on to Twitter and stuff like that, I feel like these are things that we should all be able to agree with. Like, I think this is kind of, a, I don't want to choose my words poorly, which I probably will, but this particular instance where you see the video that happened, it's like across the board. Like, that is blatantly like, holy shit, that is fucked up, you know? And, and yeah. it's like, Every, from the conservative outlets to the liberal outlets to everything in between, there's not a single person in the, in the country that I've heard that's saying, that's saying this was justifiable or something like that. Like, that's something you can all agree with. I guess the point of difference is, is that you look at that and then the assumption to be made is um, that it was necessarily a racially motivated thing. Um, but it, it's one of those situations where it, 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 fits, it fits a specific uh, premise and then the characters in it all line up and you're like, okay, this is what we're going to, this gets pushed out to the public. But from a baseline standpoint, before you make those next leaps, the incident itself, I, I would say the the first thing that came to my mind when I saw that video, it reminded me of like when you go to like a bar, like rec room or something like that. And there's those like dickhead bouncers in there that just like, they, they want to fuck, they want to fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you go there and there's just those certain guys that get like all hopped up on power and they just have that stubborn attitude. And like, even when you watch the video, like all the whole crowd is like, get off his neck, get off his neck. And like, you could just see for, for me, when I saw in his eyes, it, he had like that, that kind of like bouncer on fucking steroids attitude yeah. where he was like, I'm not going to get off his neck simply because you're telling me to. It was so weird to watch that he was doing that for nine straight minutes, you know? But that's something that we can all agree on. Unfortunately, when you get on, when you get on social media and stuff like that, when you go to the protests, 
the people in the protests, the vast majority of the people in the protests do not support the people that are instigating shit like that and breaking windows and things like that. But when you get on social media, the people that are detached from it, who are trying to position themselves as these, you know, whatever, they'll, oh, if you have a problem with the looting, if you have a problem with this, that, the other thing, then you're part of the problem. It's like, no, dude, the, the very people in the protests, and, and I try to be intellectually consistent with this because, you know, from the jump, going back to coronavirus, you know, those, those uh, liberate movements from a month ago when everybody was going out and protesting for like reopening of businesses and stuff like that. I feel like it's safe to say that I've always been a little bit more on the side of like, let's get back to normal a little bit quicker than you have, obviously, you know, mm. that's just been like the general position. But even back then, you know, you could go back, anybody who's paid attention, and I said that the one thing that really pissed me off about those movements was the people in those movements um, who weren't wearing masks and dancing around with each other and kind of making a mockery of the overall message. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have this message, but then you have that message being undermined by people who are going out there and making the whole movement represented by these, these ridiculous outliers, you know? So I had a problem with that. And on the same token, I look at a movement like this, which in my opinion should be a unifying thing where we can all look at this, this incident that was clearly fucked up and say, yo, this is fucked up. But then it's like now now I'm supposed to condone all the other shit going on as a result of it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, so so it is that was one of the things that when I was Twitter when I was on Twitter and shit like that, I just saw and I was like, yo, these people doing this shit are are kind of kind of part of the problem. Because I would like to see, and I'm that's why I'm kind of glad to hear that that shit didn't pop off today and i'm also kind of proud of baltimore because um we have that reputation of being like this dangerous city and shit like that but when you compare it to like other cities you see like what happened in new york you see what happened in la it's kind of dope that we were like we kept that shit pretty much like you know kosher yeah. and that's I that's a more powerful I, I message i honestly didn't see any businesses like and and this was like day three of whatever like the protests you know mm -hmm. like there's been two other days of protests i didn't see any businesses broken into i yeah. saw a lot of businesses that had taken like preventative measures like i saw like a hotel was all boarded up and like just like what are you gonna do all their shit's already bolted to the ground like yeah they're afraid of their own customers stealing you're gonna steal shit. a box tv yeah like what the fuck <laughs> um but no i didn't see i didn't see any i didn't see any broken windows i didn't see shit mm-hmm well, that's that's a, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And also, it's like when you get there, it's almost like this weird. Uh, I always wonder how those things end. Like, I know how they start. Like, I, I always had that same question. Well, about, that was, like, well, that was the thing today where I was like, when we got to City Hall and started moving again, I was like, mm, I think this is about to start going off the rails. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. I remember like because I've just seen other footage because like that's kind of how all protests end. Like. Mm -hmm. They they kind of finished their like um, route or whatever they had the permit for, and then that whole group is they're like peak riled up. Mm -hmm. They're not yeah. just gonna all like all right, all right. It's it's like the end of a concert. It's the end of a concert, but they're the main act, and they never know when to get off stage. Exactly, dude. I almost wonder because I I feel like we may have discussed this on the podcast in the past, maybe. 
uh, about like how wars happen or how they work like on a, any given day. Like you hear like it was a three day battle, like the Battle of Antietam was a, you know, how, no, Battle of Antietam was one day. It was the bloodiest single day of battle, I think, at least in American history, if not world history. Could be wrong on that. But Gettysburg, for instance, was like this long-term battle. It was like a couple days or something like that. And you always wonder, I always wonder, like, how do they, how do they call it? Like, when do they decide to all wake up? Are they like, yo, let's all, we're all getting up at six in the morning sharp and, and shooting at each other. And then at 9 p.m., we're done. We're going to bed. We're done for the night. Yeah. We're done for the night. We're going to wake break back in up. the middle of the day for lunch. You exactly. guys are welcome to come over. We're having spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. Slide <laughs> through, dude. Bring some booze. Yeah. Like, bring some hose. Dude. We're fucking warring, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I always wonder how those shits work because it's like, okay, at a protest, it's like we're all there. Everybody's there. And then it's like there's like lulls. There's like peaks of, peaks of, movement and peaks of like anxiety and oh shit this is happening and then it kind of lulls down and then somebody lights off a firecracker over there and you're like oh shit oh my god and everybody goes crazy again and then some dude in a helicopter yells something dumb i don't even know why they bother with the fucking helicopter guy <laughs> no. what is he doing he can't hear us please disperse no <laughs> no <laughs> what do you think you're achieving up here bro but like i wonder i was sitting there i was like if nothing happened, and this goes back to like that original, when we talked about it way back when we saw that whole protest against the Westboro Baptist Church when we were in high school, and like uh, the people that were standing across the street, their whole job was just to, to an- antagonize you. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thousands of people on the other side of the street were just yelling and getting pissed off. But like I always remember thinking, like, damn, if, if everybody just decided to fucking just not paying any mind that would almost be more of a blow to what they're trying to achieve you know what i mean so it's like i'm not saying that's relative to that in to this situation in that manner but it's like you see these cops there and they're kind of in a reactive mode uh although i will say when that one national guard guy was like marching back the guy at the back of the line was this big fat guy and he like fucking like did some twirl with his baton like, as soon as they marched him out, he did some twirl. I was like, that guy's ready to beat some fucking ass right now. Holy Jeez. shit. Now, granted, I didn't see any of that happen. I don't they believe any of that happened. desk duty. <laughs> but that's, that's kind of, I mean, I, I try to put myself in both people's positions because, like I said, the majority of cops there do not condone. I don't, like I said, I haven't met really anybody that condones that this particular instance of what happened. I don't, I don't think there's any cop or institution. I mean, even, even Minneapolis police force, the guy's arrested. He's getting press charges against. Everybody across the country is all pretty much in solidarity with that situation. Yeah. So these cops there are there, but they're like the kind of they're kind of like the they're kind of like the scape. I don't want to say scapegoat, but these cops in a city that this didn't happen in are now sitting there and facing the rage of all these the justifiable rage of all these people that are standing across from them. That's gotta be a terrifying thing to be in that position. You're sitting there with a fucking riot shield. People are throwing bottles at you. And like, you know, it's kind of fucking wild to put yourself in either position. Yeah, it was, a. Uh, but yeah, luckily I didn't see any of that today. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything since to, you know, I just want to know otherwise. how. I just want to know how it ended. Like, do, does people just eventually get bored? Like, so it goes on until like ten o'clock at night, and then like nothing happens. Everybody's like, "All right, yeah, you want to go not, get a pizza?" I'm not really sure to be honest, because especially it's not like, "All right, yeah, it's all over. Let's go to the bar." Yeah, or maybe Can't it is anything. like that. Maybe it is well, like it that. I don't fucking that. know. Well, let's I don't get think a beer. So. Um, I would have gotten a beer after that. But yeah, once they went on the beltway, I was like, I can't. 
I can't be a part of this anymore. I love that you call 83 the Beltway, dude. It's fucking hard. Awesome. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> they marched all the way up to Towson, got on the yeah. fucking Beltway. <laughs> they took up four lanes, dude. I was, it was blocked. It was, dude, it was honestly kind of crazy the amount of people that showed up, too. Mm-hmm. It was like, I, I don't know, maybe a thousand or so. Yeah. Well, it's it's crazy, but also not that crazy because of the power that social media has and the power of organization, things like that. Like everybody knew this shit was happening. Like I remember when I was a kid and we would, uh, I would be at the gas station. We'd like walk into the gas station. Then we'd come out and there'd be like some note on the windshield of our car saying like, you need to stop buying gas or something like that. And like some guy was literally going gas station to gas station, passing out like flyers on people's cars to try to, to try to mobilize this movement. You know, that was how you had to do shit back then. And now it's like you fucking post a tweet. Somebody retweets it. Yo, we're all meeting up here. Obviously, you guys didn't get that fucking tweet. But, you know, you know, most people well, <laughs> figured out where to meet up. We were late. We were late. We, I will say we were late. That could be a possibility. I, yeah. I, I, like, uh, but we also a lot of other people were late, too. And those <laughs> yeah. are the other people that were lost. <laughs> <laughs> Showing up late to a fucking protest. Where's everybody at? But so I'm not surprised by the mobilization of it at all. I do think, I think one of the, one of the things that's kind of giving me a panic attack just in general, just in general, is uh, there's so much shit going on and I, and, I, and I don't, I can't make any sense of it, you know? It's kind of going back to that original conversation we had where it's just like, if you're at the bars, that's unsafe. But if you're at the protest, that's cool. Or, yeah. but, oh, bars I mean, can well, open I mean, up. We've never had like two like center page news things or, or I don't mm. even, I don't know how to describe it. Like the, top the, stories, top stories, dude. We've, we're having dueling top stories right now. Yeah. And, it have, is cra- and it's just like inducing double the anxiety of normal and exactly. we're just like not ready for it. Yeah. And like, I'm like, we're just kind of like short circuiting as a population. Short circuiting is a good way of putting it because that is literally the way I feel in my fucking brain right now. I am short circuiting everything that I'm hearing from all ends. Bars can, perfect example, Baltimore City. Bars can open up for outdoor seating and drinks, but also the stay at for, the stay at home order is still in effect. It doesn't make any fucking. What are you talking about? How do those two things line up? It doesn't make any sense. What am I supposed to think? Can I go to the bar? Is it socially acceptable to go out? Or am I still supposed to stay home? How do we handle... Oh, if I go to the bar, that's not good. If I go to the protest with 1,000 people all standing in the same area, that's fine. Doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't know how yeah. to... I, mean, I don't know I how think to process it, was, it. I think it's to try to... I think they're just trying to ease everyone back into things. I think... Um, I think they're trying to help out the like restaurants and small mm-hmm. businesses and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think, well, I did read an article that a restaurant group did give Jack Young a sizable donation hmm. to maybe open up outside dining, but I won't say who. Interesting. Because it may have conf- uh, conflicts. Conflict of, your, of interest. Yeah, conflict of interest with your musical career. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I've seen a lot of, you know, a lot of my, 
I have a lot of friends on Facebook that are bar owners and I've seen them. And it is nice to know that, that they have that kind of connection with the political class. Like, you know, the owner of the horse made a, a post and tagged Zeke Cohen in it and he like responded and shit like that. Like he's a councilman for that district. And like, it's important to have that line of communication between your community and the politicians. You know, I don't, yeah, I don't sure. think that the politicians should have unbridled control over what happens in our community. If enough people in the community go, dude, can we, can you fucking, can you fucking take some fucking pressure off so we can maybe do something? That's cool to know that they can be responsive to that. You know, I thought yeah. that was sweet. I just, uh, it, it's weird to go from a mode. And I guess, I guess, uh, it's weird to go from a mode where for the past three months, we were told that everything comes second to slowing and stopping the spread of this virus. And then suddenly, when there's a movement that people decide is more important, which I'm not, I'm not even saying it's not more, I'm just saying it's just weird to go from that state of mind to now all of a sudden, all that goes out the window. Nobody yeah. even talks about it. Nobody even talks. It's like all of a sudden, when, when, you were pro when these people were protesting for something they wanted, they were fucking idiots. They were all crowding in a singular space. They're dumb as fuck. Go home. But when it's other groups, people, it's not, again, it doesn't matter. It, it just, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I, I mean, I think it makes sense because, like, we're kind of like, we're we're so far into this quarantine, like people were already on edge, and then the the stuff happened. I was with I was George just Floyd. I was gonna I was think I was talking about this with my brother, but how much do you think? of the reaction to this is partially stoked by people being kind of like, like dealing with so much shit for the past three months that now this is kind of like, cause like the reaction, this is crazy. I mean, I'm not potentially, but also like, I think, I think people are still worried about going to protests amid coronavirus. Like I was today, but yeah. also it's like a thing where you're like, I don't know, like this is more important than, like, all right, I might get sick. Yeah, maybe. It's just weird. It's weird to think. Uh, it's just weird to, it's weird now that. And then also you just try to stay clean and safe. But that's, that's kind of what people have been saying the whole time. It's like, again, it, I support the movement, but at the same time, it's like, there were other I'll things. go that, and not wear a mask. Yeah. There were other people that had things that they found important, like, hey, I lost my job. Hey, I lost my business. And I find this to be very important. And I would like to organize a demonstration where, in the same way, three, a month ago, the majority of people there were taking good measures, wearing masks and things like that. Now, you had it, you had it undermined in the same way by the fucking idiots who went out there and weren't wearing masks and dancing with each other and shit like that. And of course, that's what the news covers to try to undermine the entire movement. I just find it annoying that there's certain positions that we can take where for, for three months, everything comes second. And then all of a sudden now, okay, well, okay, well now, whatever, just do I it. Mean, as long dude, as you stay it's, safe. It's just, it's just people playing sides. That's, it's that simple. Exactly. It's dude. just, if you're, you know, if your opponent is doing something, you mock them for it. If you're doing something and they mock you for it, you come up with a reason why. No, I'm doing it now because when you did it, you sucked, but I'm doing it better. Mm -hmm. We're we're actually wearing masks. You you weren't wearing masks. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. But uh, altogether, uh, we are officially, which is weird because two weeks ago we were kind of in phase one, but not really because it was like up to every state on the reopening. Well, up to every county. I mean, up to every county, up to every locality. Well, and then also they did phase one, but then they pushed it back like post Memorial Day weekend just because Mm -hmm. they didn't want shit to get out of hand. Which is like understandable, but also no. Yeah, it makes one, sense. Also, no one cared. People said, "Heard, oh, we're open again." I'm, I already <laughs> booked my hotel to the beach. <laughs> I uh, I was very disappointed, as you know. I was very excited for my pending gig at the Fed Hill Merit Gym Pool. Yeah, which I. What happened? It's not happening, dude. It's not happening. And. Uh, I knew it wasn't going to happen because it's weird. It was kind of like a weird uh, situation because it's like, okay, you're allowed for outdoor. Like, oh, what are you saying? My dream gig? What's the catch? <laughs> this is the most important gig of my Oh, it's summer. not going to happen? Damn. <laughs> That's a big catch. <laughs> that is a huge catch. But like, I didn't know how to play it because I was like, okay, I'm going to email them just to because that's the only gig that i emailed them every other gig i've just assumed is canceled <laughs> until they email me saying it's not canceled this gig i was like no I'm, I'm emailing kelly i'm gonna see what she has to say about this so i email her and uh my line of thinking was okay so bars are allowed to have outdoor seating the pool's outdoor so maybe the outdoor pool is allowed to happen and maybe i'll still have my gig but also it's a gym and gyms are closed so it's like which way are we going here you know which one's happening mm-hmm. and at first i got an auto reply which uh, I don't recommend. I don't like auto replies. Kind of made me feel like a bitch a little bit when I emailed her. Yeah. And I got like an auto reply being like, it's like blah, 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 blah. I know you're not on vacation. Why yeah. do you have an auto reply? Like, Listen, <laughs> Kelly, we're both unemployed right now, all right? Just, just email me back. <laughs> Fill me in. <laughs> um, I know you got nothing better to do. So then she actually did reply like an hour later and said, Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, you dumb bitch. <laughs> you weren't going to get laid anyway at this gig. <laughs> Kelly, I beg to differ. Playing on a roof. I literally beg to differ. <laughs> I'm begging you. Please don't cancel this gig. <laughs> <laughs> but it's canceled. Oh, man. So, a literal course, beg to differ. <laughs> I, I literally beg to differ right now. <laughs> But yeah, that's canceled, um, which is no good. But uh, yeah, other than that, Riptide, I think, might be happening next week. They had to show, I think bars close at like 8 p.m. though, which is weak. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. It's like, what's the point of even going at 8 p.m.? Yeah, I mean, but it's still like more than anyone's done in four months. Exactly. Exactly. It was very, it was, I had a great day being out. You know, just being, we saw a fucking bird that was huge. I thought it was a chicken at first in a tree. What the hell is this chicken doing up there? Turned out to be a a night heron, which we have like the great blue heron in Maryland. Mm -hmm. But we also have this thing called a night heron. It was fucking, it looked like Articuno. You know, the Pokemon Articuno was fucking crazy. I saw that Instagram story you posted. Dude, its chicks were bigger than a regular bird. It was insane. And it was making all kinds of crazy sounds. And this one woman was walking down. She's like, oh, that's a cat bird. That's a cat bird. I was like, ma'am, there's no such thing as a fucking cat bird. Turns out there is such thing as a cat bird. But <laughs> it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Yeah. That was, that was also the nice thing about today. That it was like a really nice day. 
mm-hmm. and just got a really good walk in, especially because we couldn't find the protest. <laughs> <laughs> a great day to not know where you're going. Yeah. It has been glorious weather the past couple days. Yeah. I actually turned Although the Friday eight. was hot as a bunch. Dude. And I, I just bought AC units finally. Oh, I don't know what move. I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing. It's so I, nice. I forgot I had AC until like three days ago. Because I'm so <laughs> used to not... When I first moved into my apartment, I was in that mode of like, we're never using AC or heat, bro. We're good. Like, we'll just keep the windows closed when it's cold and we'll just <laughs> get warm from the apartments around us. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then when and it's warm, worked. we'll just... Yeah, it worked. Dude, I only have to turn on my heat like three weeks out of the year. And it's like the dog days of winter, like February 1st. I'm like, all right, dude, I got to turn this shit on. Fucking shiver my dick off. I have that same but, blessing too. I don't have to really turn my heat on at all. And then in the summer, usually I can just leave my windows open and it's fucking perfectly fine. But this year, for whatever reason, dude, it got every, too hot too quick, dude. Dude, everything in my house was damp. Everything. Ooh. I would go to bed and it felt like I was sleeping on like, it felt like my, somebody had thrown my mattress in a pool and taken it out and let it dry for like 12 hours, but it was still kind of wet. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sleeping. It felt like, you know when you wake up in the middle That's of the night from so like a fever nasty. sweat? It yeah. felt like that getting into Yeah, bed. like when, like literally you wake up, move, but then mm-hmm. you get back down and you're like, this is wet? What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. It was, it was, it was unbearable. And, and it took me three days to realize that it was because it was so fucking humid. Yeah. I'm sitting there laying in a wet bed for three also, days. I'm also like, I can't believe that you didn't just turn your AC on. Because I know you have central air conditioning. Got central air, bro. <laughs> central air. Essential turn- air, dude. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I was like, something's wrong with my bed. Something is wrong with my bed. All the shirts on my floor are wet. <laughs> Somebody has come to my room. <laughs> I couldn't put it together. And finally, I was like, Dom, shut the windows, dude. We got to get something going here. And we turn on the central air. Of course, uh, the the vent in my room had some... I don't know how shit breaks just without being used. Anything happening. Yeah, yeah. nothing happened. Nothing yeah. happened. I never used the fucking vent. I turn it on this year. It's... It sounds like a car engine trying to start. And so I had to like take apart the whole thing because I'm not going to call maintenance because I'd be waiting here till next next month. Um, so I've tried to fix it myself. You wait until they get rehired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I went into the vent and I, uh, put a, I lodged a sock in between something and some other thing and it fixed it. So hell yeah. But the problem is I don't really have that many pairs of socks. So <laughs> <laughs> that was a big pair of socks. I was like, damn dude, now I have to do laundry. <laughs> 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 this is, this is gonna be my pair of socks for the next couple of days. But uh, it works now, which is good. And I just have to like kick it every now and then to get it to stop not working. Jeez. Yeah. Well, I was doing what you were doing, just like living in sweat. <laughs> living in which squalor. Is, like, just with fans on 24-7 um, until Thursday. Last Thursday, I was like, I've had enough. <laughs> I, it's going to be like 90 this weekend. I got to get fucking AC units. So I went to Home Depot. I saw that they had like some nice LGs for like mm-hmm. two hundred bucks a piece or like two nineteen a piece or something. So I got two of them. And on the website, they said they had like twenty seven at the store. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. It like even if like ten of them got sold today, I can still get two. There you um, go. So I went. I go out there. 
I'm like looking around and they don't really have like an aisle for like air conditioners, obviously. (laughs) Um, So like it took me a while to find them, but they're just like on pallets in the floor. And I was looking around, but I didn't see the ones that I wanted. So it took me a minute to find someone like to help me because like there's already like less people in the store, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I finally found this like old lady and she was really nice and she was like oh they're on a pallet like up above the aisles i have to like find someone to get it down great so this is like 10 minutes into me being there and like i also got a bunch of other shit but i had this like those big like push cart carts like the ones that are just like flatbeds oh the real deals yeah i had like a swiffer and like (laughs) wipes on it and that was it yeah it's like dude unless you're <laughs> carrying waiting, lumber on this shit bro. but like but I, I was like i need this for the air conditioners but until you get the air conditioner you look like a fucking yeah, look like a fucking dumbass <laughs> so got a fucking snickers bar <laughs> i finally get the lady and she's like i need to find someone to um do it and i see her walk away and she walks towards someone and asks him and he's like oh no i just got off I'm like, oh, fuck. So there's like a shift change that just happened. So cut to 30 minutes later of just me sitting there, like blocking (laughs) aisles with my big ass flatbed car with fucking two things on it. Mm -hmm. Literally just standing still for half an hour. (laughs) Finally, she comes up with the air conditioners and I get them fresh off the pallet. So like, I didn't even have to like, in my head, I usually like clean shit because I'm like, people, other people, people touched them. But mm-hmm. these were too fresh off the pallet. I was feeling nice about them. I got them, got them home. And I sweated more than I've ever sweat in my life installing. <laughs> yeah, my that's two how air you earn it. You earn it. But the upside of that is, Dude, and it's almost a downside. It was a big upside. I turned them on. It made me take a shower. And then I got out of the shower to double cooled air conditioning. It takes you it was back fucking nice. to like being comfortable in your parents' house when your parents already had that shit figured out and they have well, AC. It, it takes me to like uh like hotel rooms yes. where you can just have like a nice cool bedroom. Oh yeah, I go fucking crazy my, with my hotel AC, air. My AC never worked in any of my rooms that I've really? ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> my like my bedroom for my parents' house, it was always the furthest one away in the house on the second floor. Mm-hmm. So then it would get like the least amount of air flowing through it. Mm. Um, and then in my first place, same thing. I was kind of the furthest bedroom away from the air conditioner. And then my second place, we didn't have central air, but I lived in the basement. So it was kind of bearable. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But now that I have fucking air conditioning, dude, oh my God. Dude, you got to be careful it's with It's very AC, loud, but I sleep like a baby. You got to be careful well, with it. I'm not, I'm not using it that much. And I usually have it set pretty good. AC is too comfortable. It's too comfortable. And, and I woke up at 2 p.m. today because <laughs> AC is too comfortable. I'm not but used to it. I need one of those nights of sleep, though. Oh, I definitely needed it yesterday because I worked a nine-hour shift full of stress and anxiety from yeah. things. Well, I've, I, been, I've been staying up till 7 a.m. playing video <laughs> games, so my sleep schedule has been messed up 
and I need a good sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird what you say about the the guy at Home Depot saying like, oh, I just got off. But it's like, I've never been able to relate to that way of thinking. Like, if I was at Seasons and somebody was trying to get helped and yeah, I had no, just I've gotten never, home, I've never been that type of guy. It's like, bro, can, like, I know you Especially you're, if it's like, because like, you know, that kind of thing is like, it takes five minutes to do. Yeah. And it's like, what's the difference, dude? I'm not, I'm probably, if I'm not doing this, I'm probably going to be talking to someone for five minutes. Yeah. I might as well just help this dude out. Or not or even, girl not even, out, whoever it is. Not even do it for you, but just make sure that your setup was like, go, oh, I just got off, but let me, let me uh, take you over to the Brad over here. He'll, he'll hook you up. It's like something like that. Well, just no. something. The, uh, so the person who was helping me never. Like she helped me till the end. It was just some person that she asked because, uh, like, they had to I get see. a guy. They had to get someone to use the lift or whatever mm-hmm. to take him off. So, I guess like he his shift just ran up, and there was you know someone else coming on. See, I had a big moral conundrum yesterday, and I had two very stressful situations yesterday. One of them was work related. One of them was not. One of them was Bumble, Twerk Tinder related, related. twerk related. Um. The work-related situation was I took this order over to an this apartment complex. This chick I matched with on Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> I took this order to an apartment complex, and uh, the apartment complex doesn't allow you to go up. You have to just leave it in the front of the building and call them to come down. Mm-hmm. Now, we were super busy. There's only two drivers on staff, and I had a four-delivery run. So I had four deliveries to make before I could get back to the store, and I knew the store was busy. So it's like, I don't really have time to wait for this guy to come down because people always take forever. Dude, contactless. So yeah. So I left it at the thing. But there's the thing. Most of the time when you leave a, leave a no-contact delivery, they have already put the tip in and everything's taken care of. So all you do is just drop it off, do a signature for them. Nobody cares. I just do like a straight line, call it a day, get it the fuck out of there. They don't care. Um, this guy had not left a tip. Um, so I called him up and said, hey, just letting you know, things at the bottom of the thing, if you want to, you know, grab it. I got it. Uh, you know, they don't let me come up. So I just left it there for you. But I can do the tip and sign for you. And he was like, oh, okay, cool, man. And I was like, um, yeah, so I can just, I can just do, I can, you know, I can sign it for you and then I can do the tip. And he was like, all right, dope, man. Thank you. And I was like, uh, so what do right. you want me to tip? <laughs> so it was just kind of awkward. And so I just hung up and I was like, this motherfucker. You're like, God, I guess I'm not tipping myself. <laughs> yeah. And then I said, I guess I am. <laughs> so. I gave myself a 15% tip. Um, But then, for the remainder of that delivery run, I was facing the most palpable sense of guilt I've ever dealt with in my fucking life. Over four bucks. Four bucks! This guy probably would have tipped me if he understood the conversation. Which he, just he probably, probably didn't, didn't even notice. He didn't even. He probably wouldn't even noticed. He probably was intending to tip me when I said I can do the tip for you. Saying, oh yeah, whatever. You oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, do whatever yeah, you just, want. Do whatever you want. I f- was flipping out about it in my mind, and I get back to the store and I was like, Rob, Rob, I need you to subtract four dollars and thirteen cents from that order. I uh, I gave myself a tip that. Uh, the by accident. By accident. I said I did it by accident. <laughs> As you take it off, he was like, I just leave it on, dude. Probably doesn't fucking matter. I was like, no, dude, just take it off. Just take it off. <laughs> the the moral conscious dilemma that I am in is worth the four bucks right now. <laughs> I would pay anyone four dollars right now to make me stop stressing about this. <laughs> Man, and dude, so he you're took a it good off. Dude, Jimmy. It fucking freaked me out. 
<laughs> it freaked me out. I was and like, holy bitch. shit. You know, because so much stuff crossed my mind. I was like, he probably won't notice. I'm a bitch. I'm a fucking bitch. He probably wouldn't have noticed. But also, if he did notice, he calls up the store, seasons pizza. He goes to one of those things like, yeah, I don't know how many other people he's done this to, or if this is a seasons thing that you guys just do. And then he stops calling the store. He doesn't trust seasons pizza anymore. So I was like, dude, it ain't worth the four bucks. It ain't worth it. You know? And then my very next delivery, I got tipped 20 bucks for no fucking reason. There you go. Karma. That's how shit works. But also, a lot that of... That person's going to dispute that charge. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was a 20. Um, but it was... it was uh, A lot of it was... Um, I had a Tinder... Ma- in, the past, in the past weeks, we've discussed the psychology of ghosting and how I've always preferred... I, I thought that I would have always preferred if instead of ghosting me, a girl would just be like, just tell me, like, this is why you suck. And this is why I'm not talking to you anymore. You gotta I change your that, heart. I thought that was what I wanted um, until it happened, and now I'm just like, this fucking sucks more. <laughs> 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 this fucking blows. Damn! I'm, someone told you like straight, like, hey, it was fun chatting. Way worse than that, dude. But oh, really? It was like I matched with this girl, and at the time I matched with her. Um, I was at my parents' house last weekend. I was talking to my dad. I was mid-conversation with my dad, drinking a scotch, smoking a cigar, and I just saw that I got a match on my push notifications. So I just opened up real quick, and I just said, uh, first thing that came to mind, just something's completely wrong. I was just like, hey, you want to get married? And then that was it. And she messaged back. She's like, <laughs> yeah, when? And I was like, uh, Sunday? And she was like, oh, Sunday didn't work. How about Thursday or something like that? So we're talking back and forth, and I asked her uh, for a Snapchat. She was like, yeah, I don't know about that. And I was like, mm, okay. Um, so then I just ignored it. Then like three days later, I was like, blah, 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 blah. And then she went up, I gave her my number and she texted me. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. sweet. So then uh, we talked on the phone for a while and I could like instantly tell that like, she seemed like a cool chick, but I could instantly tell that like my demeanor and her demeanor didn't match. Yeah. Cause like, I, I like thought it'd be funny to just like call her or whatever. So we talk on the phone and like I was like going through a story and she's like, you don't have to explain the situation to me. Like blah blah blah. I was like, I know, but like I'm going to explain the situation to you. It's gonna be very funny. So just fucking listen. <laughs> <laughs> if you let me fucking speak for more than 15 seconds, you will probably find this story funny. But she wouldn't even let me get to it. So I was like, whatever. My phone fucking crapped out. My service blows. She actually works at uh Verizon. And so, like, she immediately noticed, which is weird because I matched with another chick that worked at Verizon, who was, uh, might I say, much nicer, but <laughs> <laughs> much more polite. This other girl, um, but this girl worked at Verizon. And it was immediately from the moment, from the moment we were talking, she was just shitting on my life the whole time. Damn, just like bitch, you work at Verizon. Yeah, she was like, you have a droid. You fucking suck. This, that, the other thing. Damn, I was dude, like, she was nagging you. She was nagging me. She was nagging me. And I was like, oh, whatever. Like, I have a droid. And I was like trying to start up like little conversations. Dude, this is like, what you get for saying a couple weeks ago that negging should never be illegal. I am now a feminist, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so emotionally violated right now. <laughs> and so she just. This is actually the me. real reason I went to the march. <laughs> yeah. So this is a feminist rally. Oh, whatever, dude. We'll just go for it. Um, so. <laughs> you guys are all here too because a woman nagged you on Tinder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no just me (laughs) whatever hey oh hey hey. um so i'm at i'm talking to her and blah blah blah. we actually i wind up 
finagling my way into a decent conversation back and forth. And like, I think there's a, she's, she's a year older than me. So I already mm-hmm. knew I was a disadvantage because this girl oh, is. Because girls in, are already more mature yeah, than dudes. In dog, in woman years, she's like, she's not 28. She's fucking 32 in woman years. In man years, she's 32 in maturity wise is what I mean. And I'm fucking 24 to her. You know what I mean? Because yeah. men are less mature. So, like, I'm already at a major disadvantage because this chick is not trying to deal with the yeah, dude. Yeah, she's essentially a pedophile. Essentially. Essentially. That's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> and uh, and so we're back and forth. And I already know, like, dude, there's nothing you can possibly do right now that's going to impress this chick. But, like, she still keeps texting me back. It's like, it's like her, like, her whole thing was like, I'm not going to hang out with you. But I'm gonna keep texting you and asking you stuff and this that the other thing. But like, she, I thought she was just playing like super hard to get, I guess, mm. and she was because she's like texting me back and forth and asking me these questions. She's like, hey, what's your uh, mother's maiden name? <laughs> yeah. What's your dad's birthday? <laughs> what's the name of your first pet? Yeah. Just, <laughs> just like going through all these things, and I'm thinking like, okay, this is a, I'm getting weird vibes from this situation because it's like she's trying so hard to act like she's not into me. But she keeps on being responsive to me. So it's like, I don't know how to take this. And I wake up in the morning and she texts me in the morning. And I'm like, okay. Like, whatever. Okay. She texts me in the morning. Like, that's... If she wasn't trying to talk to me, she wouldn't text me in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I respond back. And I actually had a busy day ahead of me that day. I will say. <laughs> very fucking busy. Hey, sorry. Sorry I missed your morning text, but I'm actually very busy today. And you know what? Some, I think some girls appreciate the busyness, dude. No girl wants to talk to a fucking loser. I got nothing to do today but talk to you. No, dude. I got moves to make, bro. Damn, dude. Yo, is that already- me? <laughs> <laughs> you should meet my friend Eric. He's got nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> but um because that i gotta i'll tell you about what i did that day but it was important it was important and so we're taught i i say like she was like oh yeah i'm working all day she's one of those chicks is like working 72 hours a week and i'm like oh yeah whatever um <laughs> yeah cool. i'm actually i'm busy um so verizon actually got paid by the government to track um all <laughs> protesters so i'm yeah. gonna be busy over the weekend it's just like one of those situations where it's like look if I'm talking to you, I want to have some semblance of, and this this just goes across the board. It doesn't have to do with girls. It doesn't have to do with guys. A girl that I used to like a long time ago told me this, and she said, if two people <laughs> want to hang out, they're going to hang out, and that was her way of saying, the fact that we haven't hung out means I don't want to fucking hang out with you. <laughs> that was her way of, that was her nice way of saying that. Throwback to episode 17. Damn, my dude. nice way of saying with Scott Albrecht. <laughs> great episode. I'm also autistic for remembering that. But great episode. <laughs> but, however, it rings true. It rings true. And so if I'm constantly texting you and you're being responsive to me, then my immediate thought is, all right. You want to talk to me. You want to talk to me. So I'm jokingly, you know, playing the cat and mouse game back. You're playing a little. You're playing the mouse. I'm playing the cat. Or I don't know which one of us was which. Uh, I felt like the fucking mouse in this situation, but I guess I was playing the cat game. And so I'm like, oh, we should hang out on Saturday. Oh, I can't hang out Saturday, but that works so much. I was like, all right, well, you know, this is a point in the conversation where you provide some alternatives. You're talking to me. You know, this, that, the other thing. I don't get the vibe that you want to hang out unless you provide an alternative. If I hit up you and I kept on hitting you up and been like, yo, Eric, you trying to chill today? Nah, I got work. 
All right. I hit you up two days later. Yo, what are you doing later, man? Let's hang out. Nah, I can't do it tonight, bro. At a certain point, if you don't hit me back saying, yo, nah, I can't do it tonight. Yeah, but Wednesday I'm off. If you don't hit me with that, then I don't think you're interested. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's natural human psychology. Dudes I'm not going to keep Dudes on- are very upfront. There's only so many times I can get rejected before I give up. So she's texting me. She keeps on acting like she's not into it, but she is into it. So I stopped texting her. I didn't stop texting her. I just kind of like, we had a conversation where like she sent the last text. It wasn't a very repliable text. It wasn't something, it, it was the kind of text where like in order to reply, I would have had to start a new conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like a, this conversation would continue if you'd simply reply. It's yeah. like, a, I just said this dumbass text. And now in order to keep talking to me, you have to sit down with a fucking pen and paper and construct an entirely new conversation to talk to me about while still being, while still keeping my interest and this, that, the other thing. So I was like, you know what? I could just let this text sit where it is, go about my daily business. Because I'm fucking busy, dude. Like I said, I'm busy. I don't have time to be thinking boy. of awesome texts and shit like that. So I let it ride. I let it ride. She said what she said. I let it ride. I didn't text her back for like two days. She replied to my Instagram story. I had a video of Dom and me playing, Dom and, Dom and me. It is Dom and me playing chess on the balcony. As I said, we now do. And, uh, it said sweet life and it was my brother and then I panned into the balcony. You know, a little thirst trap action for the ladies. Get the, get yeah. the intellectual plus the view. <laughs> they love it. They love it. She replied to it. Trap works. She replies to it. She says, are you Zach or Cody? Sweet life is Zach and Cody reference. You know what I'm saying? So I Who's said. Who's the mouse now? <laughs> exactly. So I reply, which one was the cool one? I forgot. Cause I can't remember if Zach or Cody was cool. And yeah, so she said, I think Zach was. Yeah, and then she said something. I forgot what she said. And I just, you know, left it at that. It's a fucking Instagram reply story. So then, a day later, I get back from my illustrious Saturday that I told you about, which comprised of going down to Fells Point, accidentally wanting to rally, no getting tear deal. gassed, coming home, trying to get chicken from Royal Farms and waiting 45 minutes, getting all the wrong shit and just getting the fuck out of there and just Dude, was it on chalking a it up to an aisle? <laughs> it was, he gets it on was, to lift the pallet down? Exactly. That type of situation, dude. And uh, so I chalked that up to an L. I ate my bullshit fucking something I didn't even order. Got back to the house and now I'm in, now I'm in text mode as I, as I am wont to do at two in the morning after a long day. I just text people dumb shit. Dumb shit. AKA, you're horny. AKA, I'm just. It's 2 a.m., I'm in quote unquote text mode. <laughs> I look at it as checking my, checking my crab lines. You know what I'm talking about when you're crabbing? You just pull up a line, just see if anything's there. I like to do that at 2 a.m. on a Saturday, checking the lines. So I, I, we, I had made like funny fake plans to hang out with her on Saturday, which she rejected me from. And I said, uh, I said, uh, remember when we could have out, hung out tonight? And she was like, oh, is that so? And I was like, something, something, something. And she was like, yeah, sorry, I'm not trying to hang out with somebody who doesn't text me. And I was like, I was kind of like, I was like, the whole, like, it's been two days. I replied to you on Instagram. I let it ride two days. I, I have... I literally said to her, and this was kind of brazen. I'm not going to lie. This could have been taken if you didn't understand my tonality when I said it. 
I'll be but the first to say. This is Jim when he can't get his Rofo chicken. I was pissed because of that. And I said, what am I supposed to text you every day? I haven't even met you. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> but I meant it like this way, like sarcastically. Yeah. Not like, but again, you haven't met me, so you don't, Not you don't know that I was. Christian Grey. Fucking yeah. <laughs> dogging a bitch down. Well, I've been talked down so much over the past week. She's told me my phone calls suck. My phone sucks. Dude, you know what she said to me? Verbatim, I told Dom about this. I was texting her. I was texting her. And she said, I noticed you have your phone set to make all your letters lowercase. That must mean you have an overinflated sense of self-importance and, and like, something issues. And I was oh, like, Oh, wait, do you have a psychology degree? Does that help you at Verizon? <laughs> I was like... Bitch. I was <laughs> Watch this girl become, like, your long-term girlfriend. <laughs> I know. She fucking fried me for no reason. I'm gonna feel like and an she asshole. was like, and so she was just. I was like, damn, that was pretty. That was pretty funny. Like I laughed at it, and she was like, ha, ah, just seeing if you could take a little abuse. I didn't want you to take yourself too seriously. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. So then when I text you and I say, what am I supposed to text you every day? I haven't even met you. I'm matching you. I'm matching you. You called me called me a fucking head case for starting my sentences with lowercase letters on purpose, which I do do on purpose because it makes me sound more chill. I went into my phone and I checked the chill button. Would you like to sound like your mother or would you like to sound like yeah. you in it's conversation? right under dark mode. Right under dark mode. Dark mode, chill mode. I selected both of those. Dark humor, <laughs> chill text. So I say that and then she replies and says, I say, what am I supposed to text you every day? You, I haven't even met you yet. And then she says, no, you're supposed to never text me again, LOL. Damn. LOL. Very important LOL here. So then I reply, how come? It's 2.30 in the morning. How come? And she said, no, seriously, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, wait a second. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, are you being serious? This, that, the other thing? And she was like, blah, 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 blah. And so I just replied and I was like, oh. At this point, I'm kind of irritated. Because now you're basically, I, I still don't know if you're being serious because you've been fucking with me this whole time. So I'm like, wait, like the phone works both ways. Like you could have texted me. I could have texted you like whatever, whatever, whatever. And she's like, I was like, whatever, I'll text you tomorrow. I said that. I'll text you tomorrow. She's like, no. I'm legitimately saying, fuck you for not texting me. Effort's a big thing for me. You don't put in the effort, so fuck you. And then I go to bed feeling like a piece of shit. Is it rightful? Maybe. I don't know. I didn't realize that if I met a girl on Tinder, that I'm supposed to text her every day like we're in a long-term relationship. Dude, you should have brought out the tear gas, dude. You were tear gas that night. Dude, I was tear gassed that it's night, like, oh, dude. Sorry, I was actually um, out at the protests. So, I, I'm in this. Actually, position. I couldn't look at my phone for a while because I had tear gas in my eyes. I'm not gonna lie to this chick, dude. I could have texted her <laughs> if I wanted to, but also you have to understand, as most people do, there's a very fine line you have to walk as a guy when you're texting girls because if you come off too aggressive, you spook them, and if you're, but also apparently, if you're not aggressive enough. They think you're a fucking asshole. So I got to try to walk that line. And I'm thinking yeah. like, okay, you know, I'm not, I can't text you all day, every day. Like we're dating. Yeah, that's too needy. Yeah. It's like, if that's what you wanted and you're mad that I went a day without texting you, like we, we talked over Instagram a little bit yesterday. I didn't text you that day, but then the next day I texted you joking about how we could have hung out today, even though you told me we can't. It's a joke. I'm texting you. It's not like I waited three weeks and then fucking hit you up. Like, you know, it's casual. We've never met each other. We've known each other for two days. So she gets fucking pissed off and literally because I didn't text her for two days, 
don't ever talk to me again. <laughs> so I was like, all right, whatever. Sorry. Have a nice day. Um, go to bed. Wake up in the morning feeling very shitty. Am I a bad person? Am I a bad person? I told you about no. how shitty I felt about the $4 tip and how I, I had to return the tip. No. It was riding my mind, driving around, riding my wine. Maybe you're an asshole. Maybe you shouldn't have said that sarcastic joke. Maybe you should maybe tone down your sarcasm on text, even though she was fucking yelling at me the whole time. So I text her. I say, hey, listen. I text her. I did this. I said, hey, listen, there's no need to respond to this. I just want to say I'm sorry for being a dick last night. It was my bad. Sometimes my sarcasm doesn't translate well. I apologize if you were offended. Like I said, no need to respond. She blasts me back with three texts. So endearing when people apologize to make themselves feel better. Plus, blah, 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 going back and forth. I'm like, all right. I would have preferred if you didn't respond. <laughs> I would have preferred if don't, I could have just... Don't ever text me again, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> I would have preferred if I just got that off my chest because I needed... I said, it's just weird for me. She, you know, she knew a couple people that I worked with back at Cheesecake Factory in Columbia. And so I was like, all right, this, we have mutual friends. It just sits weird with me to have like this like bad terms relationship with somebody that I've never even met. So I was like, look, just to clear my own conscience, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit my wrongdoings, my potential wrongdoings. I'm going to put it out there. Just so I can sleep at night a little bit. These things that shouldn't even bother me, bother me. So I say that. And then she replies back. And uh, after she said that, I was like, all right, well, that was even more of a shitty move because I legitimately did apologize to you. And even when I apologize to you, you still try to like make me an asshole for apologizing. Now my apologies suck. Now my phone sucks. My phone yeah. calls suck. My fucking yeah, text mode sucks. You guys still sucks. have never even seen each other in real life. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so. I mean, it sounds like you're kind of dodging a bullet. Oh, I'm definitely dodging a bullet. But um, so I reply back and forth. I, I, I ignored it for like three hours. I was like, you know, I'm just gonna let that ride. She can, And then I was like, fine, whatever. So I said something back. We talked back and forth. Eventually, it kind of gets back to more of a, like a lighthearted conversation where I was like, she was like, all right, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, well, you know, it'd be cool if we could just like text and and it, I didn't feel like this kind of pressure. Maybe we could get to know each other and then maybe eventually hang out or something like that. Like a regular interaction she was like all right so she texts me an hour later being like i just got off of work blah blah blah. we're back to normal now we're texting <laughs> back we're back to normal we're back to normal and um Damn, you guys had your first fight <laughs> yeah now this particular day i had happened to rip my pants at work so i decided to tell her that because that's funny Ha yeah. ha, I ripped my pants or something like that. And then she quoted the SpongeBob song, which we had just watched over the weekend. We watched all the SpongeBob catalog over the weekend, me and my brother, nice. some company. And so I texted that. She replies to the song. And I said something like, arguably the best song besides uh, Sweet Victory. The other, Sweet Victory. You know what I'm talking about? Where they're in the yeah. stadium, they do the fucking bubble bowl and Squilliam's there passing out. Great episode. Great Hell song. Yeah. I thought that was an original SpongeBob tune. Oh, did. I don't think it is. Yeah, it, apparently it isn't. Also, so, I mean, the only other SpongeBob song that I can think of is the "The Shoes Are Looking Cool" the with the tying your shoes shit. Yeah, front to back, left to right, over and under. Okay, song. Okay, song. But it's nowhere near a sweet victory and rip my pants. Which now I'm finding that also the I, one from the movie, the end uh, of the movie. Which one was that? I forget, but that's not an original song either. Damn. Well, I th I didn't know that Sweet Victory was an original song, so sh I said it's a hard tie with that and Sweet Victory. She's like, yeah, but Sweet Victory isn't an original S-Bob song. And I was like, 
I think it is. Like, I'm pretty sure it is, right? Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so then I Google it, and, like, I find some Wikipedia page, and I was like, she was like, came out in 1986. Like, did you not ever watch, like, cult classics or something? I was like, oh, damn, you're right. Like, it definitely came out in, uh, it definitely came out, it came out in 96, actually, but yeah, you're right. I didn't know that. I just learned something. She was like, yeah, I'm not into the whole I'm right, you're wrong conversations. I was like, why bring it up then i was like I why was start like, the fight i was like i'm not she was like you know we were just literally talking about like a spongebob song and you turned it into an argument i was like i didn't turn it into an argument <laughs> like, like i made it i fucking just like i screenshot the wikipedia page i was like oh my god you're right i didn't fucking know that but like blah blah blah, blah. and then she like flipped out she's like yeah you do you homie blah 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 and i was like <laughs> And then she just blocked me. <laughs> Jesus I was Christ, like, dude. Fuck you. Who is this person? Honestly, fuck <laughs> you. They sound like they're living their own reality TV show. That does sound like that, doesn't it? It sounds like there was like a camera crew behind her, like, yeah. oh my God, this guy Did literally like thinks. Yeah. <laughs> this guy literally thinks. Like, I was like, girl, I don't care about whether or not Sweet Victory was an original SpongeBob song. I'm making conversation. I'm making conversation. Those things are fun to me. You know, we talk about stuff, we debate stuff, it's fun. I tried asking you about stupid small shit. Like, you know, when I tried to, you know, I said small talk. She's like, I fucking hate small talk conversations, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, all right, well, then I tried to make the conversation deep. And she's like, yeah, I'm not reading that. And I was like, all right, well, what the fuck do you want me to talk about? <laughs> and then we end our relationship on an argument about fucking SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> about whether the music was licensed or not. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. Not very good for my mental health today. <laughs> very, very pissed about that. And the thing that the the nail in the coffin was, my last reply to her was, "What you you and your friends ever have like friendly debates or whatever?" And uh, I had the text up on my screen, and my stupid shitty fucking phone likes to just whenever whenever it's just on a text screen for I've probably accidentally you ever know when I call you and then I just immediately hang up because I didn't mean to actually call you. Like ever got a call from me that just like. Maybe you haven't. Maybe I don't you haven't think noticed. So. No, it does it all the time. A, I send texts to iPhone users all the time. They don't get it, and sometimes I get texts from other iPhone users where I don't get it, where I thought I was being ghosted, but I wasn't. Also, my phone is so stupid and shitty after it got run over that it'll just randomly call people just because I'm on the texting <laughs> screen. So then, after she ignored me for an hour, I find out my phone accidentally called her. <laughs> so now she's thinking. <laughs> now she's thinking that I fucking tried to call her, and I'm just like, God oh damn God. it. This is such a bad look for me. Jeez. And I came home that night in such a weird mood. And I was like, these things make you like, it, it's weird. It's weird to me because there's certain people that are so certain of themselves that nothing can phase them. There's people that like are so convinced that they're right in every aspect of how they conduct themselves, how they, how they go about conversation and meeting people that it's kind of like they take on this demeanor of like, Unless you come to me exactly how, like, blah, 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 then I'm just going to fucking shit on you or something like that. But for me, Damn I'm always dude. in a mode where I'm like, how could I do better? And so when I come <laughs> into contact with a person like that and they just shit on me for three days straight, really does make me feel weird. And now you're I'm sitting here joker-fied. like... <sighs> you're getting joker You stop shaving. You're letting the beard grow out. Yeah, I'm letting the beard come out again, dude. <laughs> I'm letting it come out. Dude, you love to see it. Yeah, it was it was well not really. Well, you know, it's uh 
it's it's just one of those things where it's like how I just kind of wanted to say like how you've never met me but you've just made so many judgments about me as a person just well also it's like you think I need to be more clingy to you even though mm-hmm. you know I've proposed that we do hang out like mm-hmm. totally understand if you said no because of the quarantine but no you just said it's because I work too much uh, and then also it's like just being like oh you didn't text me in two days i want someone more interested in me it's like dude mm-hmm. we just i just got your phone number like three days yeah. ago <laughs> like, if i texted you, said, you, t- you said i couldn't add you on snapchat yeah yeah you i'm said, not even I don't gonna send you a dick that. pic i was just yeah. gonna send you my ripped pants <laughs> yeah I thought, like uh, snapchat's easier for me to work with and it's a less less level of co- of communication like snapchat's a more casual well, and it's like, also like less i feel like it's less um i don't know because, like, giving out your phone to someone is kind of, like, yeah. weird. It's less like, direct. It's less direct. It's less, like, tied. Like, you can't, like, I don't know. Snapchat is the weird missing link between phone number and Instagram DM. It's like Instagram DM is, like, public pretty much. You can DM a chick if she follows you back. If she has a private account, you can DM her. And that's, like, how most dudes shoot their shot. They see a hot girl on Instagram, whatever, whatever. They might know a couple of people. They might shoot their shot. And then if you're lucky, she might reply. I don't really do that too much ever really unless I have a reason like if I had like met her somewhere I was like hey blah, blah, blah. I've done it like three times in my life but it's like a very it's a public type of thing you know and if they don't reply that's your that's your sign just give it up snapchat phone number is direct though you can call somebody on a fucking phone number you know snapchat's yeah. that weird middle grade that's like you don't just happen to get somebody's snapchat they have to give it to you so it's like okay dude you can snapchat me but it's still like an app i have to log into to see it so it's not like direct you know so yeah. that's always what i try to propose because i'm like all right well i just met you on tinder i'm not going to ask you for your phone number because i feel like that's a little too forward we just met on the app I would have your phone number, but I understand girls think differently about that stuff. So I was like, you know what? Give me your Snapchat. Denies a Snapchat. Go straight for the number. It's just too many mixed messages is all I'm saying. Yeah. Too many mixed messages, and it just just threw me for a fucking loop. Brutal. But uh, needless to say, all that combined with all the happenings of the weekend and my hyper bean coffee, just <laughs> not great. Damn, dude. Yeah, you're still hyped off the bean. I think I still am. I think uh, the cigarettes aren't helping, and uh, but the Bud Lights are helping, dude. I'm so much more chill than I was four hours ago, dude. You should have seen me four hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was off my fucking rocker. Damn. Um, yeah, fucking. When did we do the podcast last? Last one, last Monday. <laughs> um, yeah, last Monday. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, sorry this one was late, guys. We had to. I made an announcement on to. Facebook. Yeah. Posted a nice little clip, I said, in light of the demonstrations, we're doing it tomorrow. Yeah, I just didn't know when I was going to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, Which I think Tuesday night's probably a better night. We should probably start doing Tuesday night anyway, because somebody else messaged me this week. Um, Which is cool. I like when people do that. They messaged me... Asking like this guy sent me some videos of like the protests and was like, you guys should talk about this at the other thing. I was like, oh, sweet. Um... So we did. We talked about the protest, which is cool. But he also said, like, what are you guys going to do during football season? You can't be doing Monday night live streams during Monday night football. And I was like, damn, you're right. Maybe we should switch it. So thank you for the interaction, people. Yeah, I think Tuesdays are a nice night. Um, But uh, other than that, dude, I sent you a a picture of the thing I bought this week for the studio. Yeah, dude. You got, like, a Joe Rogan level 
Dude, I dropped setup coming on. Buku bucks this week. I damn near maxed out my credit card this week for all damn, that new dude. shit. Jesus Christ. But I'm very stoked about it. Like, like, I'm like a couple hundred from maxing my credit card, but I was like, you know, I'll fucking pay that shit off. It's fine. We're fucking Yeah, we might on. get this other stimulus check. <laughs> yeah, we're fucking on now, baby. Damn, yeah. So whenever, uh, yeah, folks, we got some big stuff coming along the pipeline. Yeah, you're not seeing it right now. This is the Zoom right now. But You can kind of see, you see something. You see the new streaming computer right here. Oh, shit. Is that what that is? Yeah. Ooh. But, you know. Big things to come. June's a big month. Happy June, by the way. It's June 1st. Happy June, baby. Yeah, it's fucking uh, June 2nd, you mean, right? June 2nd. June 2nd. Sorry. Calendar's off. Yeah. So make sure everyone pays their rent. Mm -hmm. Or I guess if you're protesting your rent, don't pay it. Don't pay it, but still probably pay it eventually. I pay it. I paid my rent. I like my landlord. Um, yeah, I don't know. Other than that, it was a fun week, folks. Try to try to live your life like it's normal again mm-hmm. without putting anyone else in danger. Um, you know, take government warnings with caution, but also, you know, ease into it. Yes. That's we don't want to jump back in too quick. Get everyone fucked up. Ease into it. Don't let 2020 get the best of you. It's trying its damnedest, dude. I think I saw on the news say there's a hurricane brewing. And I was like, Damn. oh, just great. <laughs> great. I mean, hey, if it washes all the germs off, that'd be sick. That'd be sweet. I mean, there's a bright side to everything, dude. There's a bright side to everything. But uh, other than that, great week. Hopefully next week will be coming at you in a, in a whole new way. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um... But yeah, at Eric Glazer on everything, at Jimmy Selesky on everything, at LFTS Podcast across the board. Um, and then I guess every Tuesday now we'll do sure live stream. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Sure. I mean. I know you guys already canceled all your Monday night schedules for us. <laughs> yeah. We're going to Tuesday. Sorry. We're going to Tuesday. We're going to Tuesday. <laughs> Folks, we're going to Tuesday. Get used to it. Um. Yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace.